It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com This is your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 10th of October. I'm Sonal Patel. And I'm Bev Rimmer. President Putin condemns an attack on a key bridge linking Russia to Crimea. There is no doubt that this is an act of terrorism aimed at destroying Russia's critically important civilian infrastructure. And this was devised, carried out and ordered by the Ukrainian special services. And the Pope's message to a grieving Irish community. He expresses his spiritual closeness to all those suffering in the aftermath of this tragedy. Times of London Daily World Briefing. In Ukraine, the country's forces have made significant advances on the ground and the headline-grabbing explosion on the Kerch Bridge, which links Russia to annexed Crimea, has further embarrassed Russia's Vladimir Putin. There is no doubt that this is an act of terrorism. President Putin's accused Kyiv's forces of trying to destroy a critical piece of Russia's infrastructure. And this was devised, carried out and ordered by the Ukrainian special services. For Ukraine, it was a moment of celebration. It was a morale Askol Krushenitsky is the Times correspondent in Ukraine. It's got a very real military um, significance as well because it is the main supply route for Russia to bring by rail and by road military supplies and everything else to keep their occupation forces going. It's a victory with consequences as Russian missiles come down on cities like Kyiv during rush hour designed to cause maximum damage. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky told Ukrainians they were dealing with terrorists. The missiles came down on housing districts in the southern city of Zaporizhia, destroying apartments and lives. When the first explosion happened, I didn't immediately understand what was happening. Ludmilla managed to save her family. I woke up the children, put them all on one bed and covered them with everything I could find. I looked to get outside, but the door was completely destroyed by the blast wave. It was blown into the house. As survivors sift through the rubble to find loved ones, the Times Ukraine correspondent Askol Krushenitsky says attacks like these will become more frequent. Over the last three days, the city has been hit consistently 
over 65 people uh, was the death toll. Overnight, also other cities, Kharkiv, Nikolaev and Nikopol have been hit. Ukraine says there's only one terrorist state here and that the world knows who it is. Pope Francis has sent a message of support to the community in Ireland that is mourning 10 people killed in an explosion at a gas station. The blast happened on Friday afternoon in Krishloch. The pontiff's words have been read by Father Stephen Gorman of County Donegal. He expresses his spiritual closeness to all those suffering in the aftermath of this tragedy, while entrusting the deceased to the merciful love of Almighty God. His Holiness implores the divine blessings of consolation and healing upon the injured, the displaced, and the families coping with pain of loss. As a pledge of strength and peace in the Lord, the Holy Father sends his blessing to all the people of Ireland. Hundreds of people paid their own tributes overnight as candlelit vigils were held. The youngest victim was five-year-old Shauna Flanagan Garway, who died alongside her father as they looked for a birthday cake for her mother. Reporter Peter McVary has described how the community has rallied together. Your local businesses, for example, have been trying to help as much as they can. There's a coffee shop right across the road. It's said open for 24 hours to, to feed responders. Local hotels were offering rooms, as I say, because it's a tourist area. There are lots of holiday homes, and those have been offered up free of charge to anyone who's coming home because of the tragedy or anyone who's not normally based in the area, but he came to help. Ireland's police force continues to investigate the cause of the blast, and at this stage, they're treating it as a tragic accident. They've thanked members of the public who stopped to help at the scene. Times of London Daily World Briefing. On the way, more calls for sanctions against Iranian officials, and North Korea sends new missiles. The latest on Iran and the ongoing protests against the regime there, protests which have become global. In Paris, hundreds of people, most of them women, marched across the city shouting, women, life, freedom. One of those, Zara, says the protests in Iran show the bravery of the women there. This time, the women are in the first front. They are strong. They are brave. They are, uh, we can say, many of them that are in the street. They, they know consciously why they are against the Iranian regime. Because the Iranian regime is the anti-women regime who built his uh, power on the body of women. Demonstrations in Iran began on September the 17th at the funeral of Masa Amini, a 22-year-old Kurdish-Iranian woman who died in police custody for allegedly wearing her hijab the wrong way. Since then, dozens of Iranians have lost their lives. Iran Human Rights Group, based in Norway, says at least 185 people, including 19 children, had died since the unrest began. Iran's state media, meanwhile, says 20 members of the Islamic Revolutionary Guards, police and security forces have also been killed. Videos and images circulating on social media over the weekend appear to show Iran's security forces entering schools and universities. These demonstrations have turned into the biggest challenges to Iran's clerical leaders in years. 
Germany's foreign minister, meanwhile, has called for action against those responsible for the violent crackdown on protests in Iran. Annalena Baerbock described those who beat up women and girls on the street as standing on the wrong side of history. North Korea has fired two more ballistic missiles into the sea just hours after the US and South Korea finished conducting naval drills off the east coast of the Korean peninsula. The secretive state says it serves as a warning that it's not afraid to shower its neighbour with what it called tactical nuclear weapons. State media in North Korea has quoted Kim Jong-un as saying the following. Even though the enemy continues to talk about dialogue and negotiations, we do not have anything to talk about, nor do we feel the need to do so. It comes less than a week after the regime sent a ballistic missile soaring over Japan, prompting warning alarms and panic. Experts say it's a clear sign North Korea does not intend to resume diplomatic talks with the United States. Evans Revere is a former senior US diplomat who has spent much time negotiating with North Korea. I have been talking to the North Koreans directly on and off since, my goodness, 1996, 1997. There was a time when I had some hope that we actually might convince the North Koreans uh, to go down the, the path of denuclearization. Uh, those hopes were, were dashed uh, a number of years ago. It's, it's a very difficult negotiation with the North Koreans because they are so wedded to the idea that nuclear weapons are their salvation. Nuclear weapons are, for the North Koreans, their insurance policy that guarantees the continued survival of the regime. So when you really step back and think about it, is a fundamentally weak state like North Korea going to give up the very thing that it regards as its insurance policy that guarantees the continued survival of the system? It's pretty unlikely. Countries don't tend to do things like that. And indeed, the North Koreans have not. The Times Daily World Briefing, sport. With the latest on Formula One's newest double world champion, is John Jackson. Max Verstappen is a two-time Formula One world champion, but his victory was overshadowed by more questions over safety in the sport. The Dutchman wasn't aware of his achievement when he crossed the line in Japan, but following much confusion and a post-race penalty for his closest rival Charles Leclerc, his second consecutive title was confirmed. But the lasting memory of the race in Suzuka wasn't the crowning of a champion with four races left in the season, but a rain-shortened main event with one major incident during dreadful conditions. French driver Pierre Gasly blasted officials and said he could have died after a recovery tractor was on the track while he was still lapping at speed in heavy rain. The Frenchman recalled compatriot Jules Bianchi, who died of head injuries sustained when his Formula One car hit a tractor in similar circumstances at the circuit in 2014. Governing body the FIA has confirmed there'll be a full investigation into the circumstances surrounding the deployment of recovery vehicles. The Times Daily World Briefing. Entertainment. Now a bonkers donation from a Hollywood A-lister to help a small bookshop in Norwich. Leanne and Dan Frid own Bookbugs and Dragon Tales. It opened in 2019 but was forced to close during Covid lockdowns. But now they're worried about the cost of living crisis. As a last-ditch attempt to keep the business alive, Leanne launched the fundraiser with the aim of pulling in £15,000. Five hours later, 
Russell Crowe's name popped up with a surprise donation of £5,000, a third of their final total. There's been no word from the gladiator himself, but Leanne and Dan are hoping he might just pop into their shop in Norwich one day. That's what plenty of people in Cape Town have been doing. The weekend has welcomed the city's crazy, colourful and fascinating annual International Kite Festival. And the skies above the beach at Meltbosch Strand were filled with cartoon characters, huge pink planes and even a soul-sucking Dementor from the Harry Potter movies. It's the 28th edition of the festival that raises money for mental health support and raises awareness of World Mental Health Day. And that's your Times Daily World Briefing for Monday the 10th of October. This podcast from The Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.